Welcome to South Shore Piano, the official podcast of the South Shore Piano School. I'm your host, Jonathan Roberts, and on this podcast, we talk with students, parents, teachers, and other leaders in the arts to find out exactly how music education is changing lives every day. My guest today is 11-year-old Brady McLaughlin. Brady has been playing the piano for several years, and I often refer to him as a creativity machine. Not only is he phenomenal when it comes to sort of traditional piano, he just put him in front of a piano and tell him to create something and he'll do something awesome. He has not one but two YouTube channels, one called Blue Dog Vlog, one called Blue Dog Music, one that sort of revolves around the antics of his life and the other about around his music creations. And give him an iPad, uh, GarageBand in 20 minutes, he'll put together something amazing. Thank you for being on the podcast today, Brady. Yeah, thank you for um, inviting me here. All right, Brady, we're going to start with a question that has nothing to do with music or the arts or any of that stuff. Just a silly question because this is a fun show. Are you ready? Yep. If you had to choose between fighting a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses, which would you pick and why? Um, I'd definitely choose a horse-sized duck. A horse-sized duck? Yes. Okay, why would you select that? Well, it's one thing that you have to fight, so you're so there's only one thing you have to focus on. Um, ducks aren't known to be the best, best at fighting people. Not the best combatants? Yeah, and um, ducks are, ducks are, ducks are scaredy cats, so. That is true. You raise many valid points there. All right, Brady, thank you for playing. Now let's talk about the music stuff. So Brady, you've been playing piano since what what age did you start? Um I think 6. When you were 6. Awesome. What are some of your earliest memories from when you started playing around with music? Um I remember I would get on like my dad's phone and I would just um, there's something called live loops where you can press on something and it'll play uh, a tune or beat. And I would always mess around with that and I would make like cool little five second uh, music things. And I just kept doing that for a little while with GarageBand. And then with piano, um, I, I just remember uh, going every uh, Wednesday, I think. Okay. And Miss Lauren was my teacher at the time. She still is, but now I have two. And she would teach me songs like uh, Sweet Potato French Fries or Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. And it was fun. Very cool. So it sounds like your initial sort of, not exposure to music, but your initial sort of creativity outlet was just through this looping app on your dad's phone. Do I have that right? Yeah, yeah. Do you, well, do you remember I, the name of the app? Yes, uh, I still use it now, and it's called GarageBand. Oh, oh, that was GarageBand. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. And that was when you were six? Yep. That's so cool. And that's when the creativity machine was born. Yeah, I guess you could say that. What are some of your earliest memories with piano lessons? How did it feel starting to actually play the instrument as opposed to playing around with GarageBand? Um, at first, it was a little bit hard like 
just learning learning the music uh learning all the notes um i remember i would use like stars and hearts to put on certain notes so i knew what i was supposed to play um but eventually after a few weeks um i started i started to get the hang of it and learning learning new songs started to get easier for me okay cool so with time everything got easier do you need the do you need the stars and hearts anymore no you outgrew them Awesome. Yeah, a long time ago. So speaking of leveling up your skills, how do you deal with those challenges? Because one big thing we've been talking about on the podcast is not all of our journeys have these sort of ups and downs. It's pretty rare that we always go like totally in an upward trajectory. So yeah. when you reach the hard parts that are really key to leveling up our skills, how does the amazing Brady deal with those? Um. Well, it, it depends on what it is. Like with, with GarageBand, say I, uh, I'm making a song and I don't like something that I made. And instead of, um, instead of keep, like, keep trying to make the song, I take a break because I know um, right now I'm not, I'm not in the mood to make anything and I'm probably just going to mess up. And on the piano side of things, it's, it's pretty much the same except uh, it's probably me learning a song or um, a baseline for improvising. And instead of like taking a break from that, I usually, I usually just try to focus on one thing instead of trying to get the whole thing done. Cause it, it's usually not everything I'm messing up. It's usually the one little part. So. I love how well thought out that was. So for garage band stuff, you'll just kind of step away from it. Yeah. Take a little break. And then when you come back to it, does it feel a little bit more fresh or you feel like you're a bit yeah. more in the mindset to tackle the challenge you're on? Yeah. And then for piano, you sort of microscopically dissect the problem spot and then beat it into submission. Do I have that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Your words to mine. But not, not the most elegant choice of words, but <laughs> very cool. Now, I often refer to you as the creativity machine, and that is because when you just sit at the piano and make stuff up, it is pretty cool. And the same thing with GarageBand. I often say, give Brady an iPad, GarageBand, 20 minutes, and he'll come up with something awesome. Now, creativity can be learned, creativity can be taught, but since we started together, you've, you've, you've been creative since day one. So I'd love to ask how, from what you remember, how that started. Um, how, how, how I started like garage band and piano. Yeah. How can you describe how you're improvising and doing garage band and stuff? How did that sort of take shape? Um, well, I, I always liked making my own music. Like, when we, before I even started taking lessons, I made like this song with just um, just like a few notes, and uh, I liked that, so that was fun. And once I got signed up for piano, I was I was I was learning songs, but I wasn't I wasn't making my own songs, so. Not too long ago, less than a year ago, I started lessons with you, and you showed me improvising, and I, I liked that a lot. So I started practicing it even more and more, and since then, 
Uh, I've done a lot of improvising, and I've even done more garage band, like, than I used to. Oh, cool. So, yeah. So, might you say that initially it was sort of like a free play thing? Like, Brady was just kind of messing around, and over time it became consistently awesome? Yeah. And now we've put maybe a little bit more of a structure to that? Would that be accurate, or am I totally off? No, that's not accurate. Cool. Now, not many 11-year-olds have even one YouTube channel, let alone two YouTube channels. How did you get started with your social media presence, we'll call it? Um, I made a YouTube account, <laughs> uh, started a channel, made some videos. Um, so it just hit you one day, like, I'm going to start a YouTube yeah. channel, and then you got like, mom and dad's yeah, permission. One day and I was like, I, I just want to make a YouTube channel, so I decided to make a YouTube channel. And I was like, wait. Not only, like, I started off with the Blue Dog Vlog channel, and I was like, wait, I don't have to do videos like this. I could, I could share my music. So I made the Blue Dog Music channel, and now, now I have two. That's cool. So you made the music channel specifically so that you could share your music with a wider audience? Yes. Cool. And for our listeners who are curious, we'll include the links to both of those YouTube channels in the show notes if they want to. Uh, subscribe. They want to follow the adventures of Brady McLaughlin. What is music? Now, we've been online and online lessons now for a little over a year. What has music and continuing with lessons online, what has all of that meant to you over the course of the pandemic? Um, online lessons? Yeah, or just music in general? Um, well, music in general... Um, it's definitely something that I enjoy. Um, something I didn't really know I could be good at until I started. Um, just like everything. And with the online lessons, I think it's definitely made it easier to uh, schedule times because you, you're not traveling, I don't know, to a different town. Yeah, that is a silver Anywhere lining. Definitely saving on the commute time. Yeah. Five seconds. Five seconds instead of, instead of a five a five second commute time as long as Zoom works properly. Yeah. Very cool. That's my five second, but that's a different story. So let me ask you about your process because I'm I'm curious to get into your head a little bit. So you're sitting down with the iPad. You open up GarageBand. You have a blank slate in front of you. Mm-hmm. What goes on in your head that gets you from blank slate to something awesome? all in the course of like 20 minutes. So usually before before I go into GarageBand and go into one of those blanks blanks uh sleeves, um I usually I usually in my mind I'm like I want to make a song and I want it to sound like this. So I go into GarageBand, I plug my iPad into my piano and I'm like okay, so what do I want to start with? Do you want to start with the bass, the beat, or the melody. So I I first record one of those three, and I'm like, I'm either like, yeah, that sounds good, or I'm like, no, I, I want to do something different. And as I keep doing that, I keep adding new things and uh, taking away others. And eventually, after like a week or two, I don't or twenty minutes, it, it depends on how long the song is or how hard it is to make. I have a song, and 
sometimes I'll sometimes I'll completely improvise it or I'll use loops and yeah. That's so cool. Let me make sure I have it right. So you start with sort of a general idea. I want to make a tune. This is what I want it to sound like. And then you sort of layer it from the bottom up, maybe starting with a bass line or with a rhythm loop or whatever, and then adding bit by bit on top of it. Yeah. And then as you start creating it, would you say that the overall sort of structure starts to take shape? So you're kind of figuring it out as you do it? Yeah. That's so cool. Now, if somebody's listening to this and they've never, ever used GarageBand before and they're inspired by this podcast and they think they might want to give it a try, what would you recommend for them as a starting place? Um, I would definitely recommend starting with loops. And if you go onto GarageBand, there's different packs that you can use. And those packs have different, uh, like, they have types of loops, like dubstep or... Uh, hip hop and you I would start with that um um maybe start with like one little loop and then add on to that and eventually make your first song very cool when you first started learning this because people listening might not even have any idea what loops are loop yeah. for for the folks at home that's basically just a, a rhythm pattern or it might be a melodic pattern that you just basically drag over into your project and it allows you to bring in lots of really cool stuff without having to actually create it and you can combine them and mix them in, in interesting ways but how did you did you just learn how to like what loops are and how to use loops just by kind of messing around until you figured it out or did you look at youtube tutorials do you remember it, it, I just I just kind of one day went onto my dad's phone and saw the loops. I go in, click on the loop. I'm like, oh, this sounds like a cool sound, and I just added more. Yeah, so it's basically just almost taught myself in a way. Cool, learning by doing. Yeah. I love it. So, how do you see music being a part of your future five, ten, fifteen, twenty years from now? I know that's a big question, but have you given any thought to that? Um. Not much, but I, I don't know. I could be one day uh, making music and melodies for really famous singers, or I could be an artist myself, or I could just still be just doing it for fun. Very cool. Lots of possibilities in the world of music, right? Yeah. Very cool, Brady. I really enjoyed this interview. It's a great opportunity to get inside your head, see where you got started, how you sort of figure out this creativity stuff and uh, really excited to see what you do for this. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today, Brady. Thank you. And thank you to all of our listeners out there. Once again, this is South Shore Piano, the official podcast of the South Shore Piano School, where we talk with students, parents, teachers, and other leaders to find out exactly how music and the arts are changing lives every day. If you enjoyed this, do hit the subscribe button on the podcast app of your choice, or if you're checking out the YouTube version, hit the subscribe button and the bell so that you're among the first to find out about new episodes as they're released. We release new episodes every Monday and Friday. Thank you so much, and we'll look forward to seeing you next time.